You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Start. Hello, everyone. This is Shalina from Shall We Toke. Thank you for joining me today for our sesh. We have a lot to talk about. There are some interesting things going on in this industry, and not just in California. <laughs> All over the place. And not just with cannabis. So we're, we're moving quickly, more like a lot faster than we intended. We're, we're toking and talking, talking and toking. <laughs> In our sesh. And, uh, and yeah, we, we talked on a uh, previous episode about the decriminalization bill. And it first got approved by, is it considered the house? Yes. Yeah, so the house. And I was telling people, oh, man, Cali, blah, 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 you know, can you believe it? They're so forward and everybody, they're like, yeah, but it's going to take a long time. It's got to go through the Senate and this and that. And then all the naysayers out there, only two weeks later, something like that from when they had it. Boom. Tell us, Shalina, what happened? Well, I want to backtrack a little when we spoke about it, this is before we went to Vegas. So you're saying that you've had conversations with people about this. Absolutely. And what has been the take? The, the take is, oh, yeah, it's cool, but it, it's got to pass the Senate. That's right. like everybody's little counter thing. Which, which it just did. Well, which, recently. Which, yeah, which it just did. So, But there's still a process they have to go through. They still have so to- why don't you break that down as well, being our... I mean, the, the let's legal. not... I don't want to make Master it like I'm an. The, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, and again, no legal advice. I always have to disclaim that. This is just, you know, I'm also learning about this legislative process because it's very, you know, it's not, we don't go so in depth about it, I feel, even in law school. But I know that we at least have to go through quite a few people to get it passed. And I know that Gavin Newsom, I think, believe is the last person. To get that passed, so he there has to be, I think, a couple more committees. And how how are we feeling? Like Gavin's feeling about this stuff. How, what do we think? Okay, start. Hello, everyone. This is Shalina from Shall We Toke. Thank you for joining me today for our sesh. We have a lot to talk about. There are some interesting things going on in this industry, and not just in California. <laughs> All over the place. And not just with cannabis. So we're we're moving. Quickly, more like a lot faster than we intended. We're we're toking and talking, talking and toking. <laughs> In our sesh. And uh, and yeah, we we talked on a uh, previous episode about the decriminalization bill, and it first got approved by, is it considered the House? Yes. Yes, the House. And I was telling people, oh, man, Cali, blah, 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 you know, can you believe it? They're so forward and everybody, they're like, yeah, but it's going to take a long time. It's got to go through the Senate and this and that. And then all the naysayers out there, only two weeks later, something like that from when they had it. Boom. Tell us, Shalina, what happened? Well, I want to backtrack a little when we spoke about it, this is before we went to Vegas. So you're saying that you've had conversations with people about this. Absolutely. And what has been the take? The, the take is, oh, yeah, it's cool, but it, it's got to pass the Senate. That's right. like everybody's little counter thing. Which, which it just did. 
school which, recently. Which, yeah, which it just did. So, but there's still a process they have to go through. They still have so to. So, why don't you break that down as well, being our? I mean, the, the let's legal. not. I don't want to make Master it like I'm an. The, uh, no, 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 no. <laughs> I, and again, no legal advice. <laughs> I always have to disclaim that. This is just, you know, I'm also learning about this legislative process because it's very, you know, it's not, we don't go so in depth about it, I feel, even in law school. But I know that we at least have to go through quite a few people to get it passed. And I know that Gavin Newsom, I think, believe is the last person. To get that passed, so he, there has to be, I think, a couple more committees. And how how are we feeling? Like Gavin's feeling about this stuff. How, what do we think? Okay, so people don't like Gavin as it is. I feel because I I don't know if you've been hearing about like how they want to like. Yeah, they want to out him and stuff. So do you think that like in a mass appeal, he might just uh, succumb to allowing it to go through? No, I think that it's a little bit different. And it was I don't know who I spoke with, but someone the other day was saying, I think yesterday was like, do you think it's going to be regulated the same way as like cannabis? Yeah. Because it's so different, you know? Oh, it's a lot different. And I was like, no. So that's where I don't know how he feels about it. And sure. I, I don't know how he feels. And again, it's going to well, be politics. I don't, I, don't, I don't know about what will happen in retail or licensing or manufacturing. I think it will be passed in the fact that it, a lot of people recreationally use these things and they're getting pulled over and brought into jail for stupid shit and they're just trying to declog the system for all those people that are getting popped for having a little bit of mushrooms or being out here or there and fucking having a good time and not really trying to hurt or harm anything and I think that that's what they're trying to overall you know say if it's just recreational and so yourself and whatever it's like shouldn't be that big of a deal yeah I think I think we have a long way to, not maybe a long way to go anymore. I, I just think that now it's just a matter of maybe it'll be a couple months, I feel. But again, I thought that was going to take a while even. I mean, even if uh, it was months, who gives a shit? That's still like this year, by next year, even if it took two years, what's the difference? It means like you're real close to there being this like, you know, uh, accepting well, to you know, all of that stuff. So it's not legalizing it. It's decriminalizing, it's decriminalizing yeah. it, where Which they're not going to be. Obviously, that's, that's what I mean. You're not going to get. In tr you're not going to get in like. Trouble. You had it on you, puffing this, doing a little mushies, rolling out in nature, enjoying yourself. Depending how yeah. much amount you have on. Yeah, you, yeah, you again, know? but there's other factors a, yeah. that come into play with that. But if it's with the acceptable of what it is, and say, hey, you're allowed to have that, then you know, if somebody messes with you, you don't have to worry about. You'd be like, yeah, I have a little mushroom on me or this or that and what I'm allowed to by is California state law you know what I mean yeah it's a lot more prevalent than we think um and I but I think that because they're still trying to figure out even because the cannabis space like think about it like it's not that fully like I think people are still kind of frustrated because there's not really a simple process to it yeah. it and especially I think with COVID that backed things up a lot for everybody uh -huh. didn't matter if you were social equity it didn't matter like everybody I felt felt that you know that backlash i guess of everything that's happened i don't know i just don't think that like i don't think they have a, a secure framework enough to where like jumping into psilocybin so quickly that i think that's going to cause i don't know i unless you're kind of doing it already or you're entering that space now like i don't i don't know how quickly they're going to want to move in on that because they're still trying to figure yeah. out the cannabis if that makes sense 
Yeah, but since it's going down the road, it's not like it's going to get delayed that long. Yeah. It's either going to go up the pole and he has to decide or not. And then he has to decide whether that could be political suicide or not. Right. Because <laughs> if the House and Senate passed it so fucking fast, it kind of looks a little wild on you as a governor if you're like, yeah, me as an individual, I don't think that the whole House and Senate who thought it was cool, and then all of a sudden be like, nah. You know what I mean? Like, that would be rough. That'd be like, that'd it, be like all over the news, I bet you. It's kind of like federally when they're trying to move, like, I would toss them. <laughs> <laughs> but it's funny because, like, here, we, here states are decriminalizing it, and then you have federally, we still have no movement on cannabis. Yeah, but that's, you know. It is what it is. We got politics. We got things going on. All this crazy stuff, but it's heading down the line, yeah. I feel. So you know, it's one step in the right direction. 90%. I had that in my in my uh, presentation. 90% of Americans believe that marijuana should be legal for recreational or medical. I feel like that's number, that number has definitely gone up in the last couple of years. Oh, absolutely. But as of today. Right. So it's going to be. 90%. You know, so you're really, if you make some severe move against the, you know, legal, you know, the push that it's getting from the popular, because that's the point. It's like when it's, you know, 10 or 20, you don't listen. It was 30, whatever. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. You know, we get it. But in our constitution, if 70% or more of the population believes in something, then they can ratify it. So if we're already up to 90%, it's it, like it's it's political suicide. Is that fact, 70%? Yeah, there's something in our constitution. I don't remember the exact thing. We could just Google that shit up, you know what I mean? But there is a thing about that if the population of the United States all voted. It's like majority. So majority, yeah, it's a majority rule thing that you have to if, if it was pressed it need it would be have to be ratified right and speaking of voting i because i also run a voting campaign i will vote and i've noticed like you know they obviously keep the conversation about voting continuously and a lot of states they try so hard to prevent you from voting and it's like they're obviously preventing you from voting for a reason because your vote matters so much oh yeah because it used to not matter and it was the easy way to topple things over right but now, like the the millennial generations is are ten, fifteen times bigger than the baby boomers, and the baby boomers were the biggest generation. So you got to like take a look at all those generational things that fall into place, and there's just way more people brought up in a diff way different era that think of things a lot differently, so that can sway. And that's exactly what I think happens this election. Mm -hmm. I was thinking, I listened back to our last episode a little bit, and I was hearing the part where you're like, it's so crazy that we're, we live in a time where our kids, like my kids, if I have kids, are not going to know oh, yeah. what it's like to like, live in what? a... What? You can't get that in 7-Eleven? <laughs> Mom, come on. Are you fucking kidding me? Hi, you're all fucking... Wow, that was crazy back then. But that's crazy when you that's think like, about but that. Yeah, but I think about my grandmother or whatever when they were in prohibition, they didn't, they had, you know, didn't have alcohol, and then right. it became legal, and then they're all of a sudden were the first bars in America. Think about it. 
Wow. Wait, your family lived in America back in the 19... 19- yeah, we'll be... Well, you know, our the generations below us. Yeah, we're during, you know, alive during Prohibition. No, but what... what so, okay, because I know that... Because my parents are in the late 40s. Got you know what it. I'm saying? So, right, but so they came here in the early... They, 19... Well, the gen, it all depends on what how old the generation was when they came here. Right. You understand? Oh, wait, what generation of your family came here? First. My grandmother. Okay, so your yeah, parents great, great, are... Yeah, great-grandmother. Oh, your great-grandmother. Yeah, wow. my, on my mom's side, but my dad was the first on his side. Wow. Oh, yeah. your dad's your first on your side. Yeah. Okay. I'm first generation here. Yeah, yeah. So it's a little different Yeah. Your first generation here. Yeah, that's how my dad was. Wow. Okay, so you have a little bit of roots here then. Yeah, it just depends on which part of the yeah. family. Yeah. Nice. So they definitely have seen the American history. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. See, my family's a little different because they came here in the 19s, late 70s. Yeah, so they would have never mm-hmm. have known that, of what you, that of what part. That part of America, which is but the they caught, time. But they caught the part of when it was the free love and this and the hippie movement. Right. The ending of it, I and feel. Then, yeah, they catch the ending and then <laughs> the closure. <laughs> you know what I mean? So. Yeah. I heard that even the valley was so different. Back then, I think every area oh, was always throughout years changes and yeah. gets a certain way or different or was or wasn't. Yeah, very very interesting. Um, should we talk about? Let's talk about Nevada. Yeah, cannabis. Well, the uh, the well, let's let's just let's just not. I I think before we get into that, explain the process because she didn't actually explain it. Yes, the Senate. Woo. Okay. Got it. What's I'm gonna the, read it because I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to. Yeah, don't, this. read it. That's fine. Okay. But let's let let's give the education okay. about those that say now to me. Oh, but even though it passed the Senate, it has to do all these other things. So. Okay. Let's tell them what else is left. What is I read this the other day, and I want to read it from that. You see a late one. I want to read it from here. I can. <laughs> <laughs> this is their article, and they're. California legislative advocacy. I don't know if overview the legislative process. So we have a bicameral legislative system consisting of two houses. So California does. A lower house, the assembly, and an upper house, which is the Senate. The California State Assembly has 80 members, each elected to serve two-year terms. Under the provisions of current term limits, each assembly member may serve a lifetime maximum of six years or three terms. The California State Senate has 40 members, each elected to serve four-year terms. Under the provisions of current term limits, each senator may serve a lifetime maximum of eight years or two terms. That's similar to, like, the federal House and Senate, like, Uh, houses. To pass the actual thing. thing. Okay, hold on. I'm just breaking down what the House and Senate is. You're getting real deep now. I said just get deep on that. (laughs) You're, like, trying to get... Oh, let me just type in... As we do the Google search technology, and before there was internet, there was Encyclopedia Britannica. (laughs) Okay. Okay, he's giving the same thing as earlier. Okay. (laughs) Okay, all legislation begins. Okay. Okay, so a legislator sends the idea for the bill to the legislative council where it is drafted into this actual bill. Okay, which we're past that. Yes. Ne- next step. So the draft of the bill is returned. Okay. Um, okay, yeah. If the author is a senator, the bill is introduced in the Senate. If okay. the author is an assembly member, the bill is introduced in the assembly. 
All right, so it went to the Assembly first. Okay, so, uh, right, and then it went to the Senate. So a bill is introduced or read to the first time when the, okay, da 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 then, okay, the bill then goes to the Rules Committee of the House of Origin, uh, where it is assigned to the appropriate policy committee for its first hearing. Bills are assigned to policy committees according to subject area of the, of the bill. For example, a Senate bill dealing with health care facilities would first be assigned to the Senate Health and Human Services Committee for policy review. Bills that require the expenditure of funds must also be heard in the fiscal com committees. Senate appropriations or assembly appropriations. So it's going to go into both of those. So we right. still got a little bit before. It's got to go to both of those. Each house has a number of policy committees and a fiscal committee. Each committee is made up of a specified number of senators or assembly members. During the committee mm, mm, hearing, mm, the mm, author mm. <laughs> during the committee hearing, the author presents the bill to the committee in testimony, can be heard in support of or opposition to the bill. The committee then votes by passing the bill and passing the bill as amended or defeating the bill. Bills can be amended several times. Letters of support or opposition are important and should be mailed to the author and committee members before the bill is scheduled to be heard in committee. It takes a majority of majority vote of the full committee membership for a bill to be passed by the committee. So we're, it has to still go to the committee, which I mentioned earlier. Yeah. And then each house maintains a schedule of legislative committee hearings. Prior to a bill's hearing, a bill analysis is prepared that explains current law, what the bill is intended to do, and some background information. Typically, the analysis also lists organizations that support or oppose the bill. So there's got to be organizations that support wow. the backing of this bill. So that's during the second and third reading. I would reading. think the Andrew for Mushroom Society. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, and then... Okay, yeah, then it's a second and third reading. So bills passed by committees are read a second time on the floor in the House of Origin and then assigned to third reading. Bill analysis are also prepared prior to, the, to third reading. When a bill is read the third time, it is explained by the author, discussed by the members, and voted on by a roll call vote. Bills that require an appropriation or take effect immediately generally require 27 votes in the Senate and 54 votes in the Assembly to be passed. Other bills wow. generally require 21 votes in the Senate and 41 votes in the Assembly. Mm, 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 if a mm. bill is defeated, the member may seek reconsideration and another vote. Then we have to do re repeat the process in, in other house. Once a bill has been approved by the House of Origin, it proceeds to the other house where the procedure is repeated. Same thing what I just said earlier. Wow. And then resolution of differences. If a bill is amended in the, the second house, it must go back to the House of Origin for concurrence, which is agreement on the amendments. If agreement cannot be reached, the bill is referred to a two-house conference committee to resolve differences. Three members of the committee are from the Senate and three are from the Assembly. If a com compromise is reached, the bill is returned to both houses for a vote. This is going to take a while. Mm -hmm. This is some bullshit right then, there. Then, <laughs> this is where Newsom, our boy Newsom comes in. Governor, if both houses approve a bill, it then goes to the governor. The governor has three choices. The governor can sign the bill into law. Yeah, buddy. Allow it to become law without his or her signature. Yeah, buddy. Or veto it. So he's got three options. Come. A governor's veto can be overridden by a two-thirds vote in both houses. You know, baby. Uh, most bills go into effect on the first day of January of the next year. Emergency measures take effect immediately after they are signed or allowed to become law without signature. Last point, California law. 
Bills that are passed by the legislator and approved by the governor are signed a chapter number by the Secretary of State. These chaptered bills also refer to as statutes of the years they were enacted, then become part of the California Codes. The California Codes are a comprehensive collection of laws grouped by subject matter. The California Constitution sets forth the fundamental laws by which the state of California is governed. All amendments to the Constitution come about as a result of constitutional amendments presented to the people for their approval. That is the legislative process to pass a, a bill, basically. Unbelievable. So it's a process. I don't. I think it might take a while then. <laughs> yeah. So I don't think it might even happen this year. So, like I said, I I say in the year, you know, maybe, but I don't know. I don't see it happening so quickly right now. Yeah, at least this part went quick. So knowing that there's committee hearings, which so it's first committee hearings, and then it goes to the governor. All right. So, because we've already passed the other. So process. let's talk about something that actually did pass. Consumption lounges. Yes. In Nevada. Yeah, buddy. You want to yes. talk about that? You want to read read that one? So that one I was reading, and let's tear it up. It's kind of interesting. So it's apparently going to go into effect October first. Wow. So pretty quickly, and there's only 20 licenses are going to give out for independent lounges. Wow. And there are two types of lounges they're going to have. They're going to have one that's an independent one, like a regular just lounge. And, and one then, that's part of the dispensary. Yes. Yeah. So there's two separate models. Um, what are your thoughts being a Vegas Oh, uh, Planet Vegas 13 is going to get it for sure. Okay. That's the, the one that's off the, the strip, giant, right? Be, yeah, big giant one. Because yeah. they've already actually have plans to put like a pool in this and smoke. so they for sure were getting it i mean they they give the most revenue so good that's great for all the actual dispensaries mm -hmm. the ones that they're going to give to have independently that is f equally as cool you know what i mean so 20 is 20 20 people are going to have the coolest license on the planet like that is gold right there oh beyond gold beyond gold in like vegas that's... it's and that's where that's where it's going to go to are the gold winners the golden winners the people who've been part of it for a long time so who do you think other than planet 13 who do you think is going to open up do you think uh, like any hotels are going to try like they can't because it, no, no, it, like... it messes with their gambling license but you know, a cousin or this or somebody else, you know. Right, part someone. Of the family, very possible. You know right. What I mean? Or like I'm saying, like someone in, like involved with hotels. No. Trying, okay, really? Okay. No, because they'll lose their gambling license. Got That's not it. worth a consumption lounge. Right. And obviously from, there's no alcohol. No, there won't be. I mean, and you don't know. Who knows? When, I think, I don't know, maybe in the... Well, they're, I heard, they're going to talk, that's, or semantics. Yeah. That'll be as it's going through whatever right. it's going through. As of now, from what I know, yeah, purely yeah, cannabis. No, no. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And it's just like one of those things where you go I up I mean, it's cool. Look, you got cannabis drinks, you got this, like you got everything with it. Who, who cares if there's no weed in it? I mean, uh, alcohol in it. Like, seriously, like, why would you even want to, when you want to mm -hmm. go in there for that experience, when you can go into... Thousands of bars that serve alcohol. There's only going to be 20 that just serve every kind of way cannabis can be served. Right. And they're also trying to not just do like a lounge kind of vibe, but also like mix it with cafes. So oh, like yeah. yoga studios. Oh, yeah. Stuff of like course. that. Absolutely. Um, that's going to be, I think, that's going to really make it more of a trendy thing. Well, you would create a complex, which is what I always talked about. What do you mean? 
uh, a cannabis-friendly complex. Oh, like for your... Like there was in within the, in the facility yoga, food, dancing, music, all those various things housed in one license under one building. Right, right, right. You understand? Yes, yeah, so you can do all the other stuff sub, along with. Subbed out ventures that could be part of your license. So how would that work? So say like you have a cafe. So you bring in a pizza place. Right, so where would you be? You have to smoke outside. Well, no, if it's consumption. Oh, consumption edible inside. Too. You get edibles. You can right. eat edibles. You can do all stuff. You could have a pizza place that has sprayed sauce or sprayed oil and you spray a little oil on your pizza that's right. infused so only eating wise eat smoke consumption means everything right so but here's the thing okay so yeah so you would go there massage so, go in to go get your right your hair done while you can smoke some weed right. or vaporize with it you so know, it's like, it is a can other you know it's always going to be considered a cannabis business but it has those other Enjoyments, those other uh, exactly. parts of yeah, yeah. hey, I get to do my regular things, yeah. or like I get to go and to the cafe get to have and, that with it. And that's what we've been pushing towards for all these years, Absolutely. which is what we've been. And that's what they started yeah. doing in West Hollywood, right? You know, a couple, but I bet you those twenty will be up and running and faster than the ones even get that are supposed to be running now in Cali. You know, they ain't gonna fuck around. That's like gonna be money right there, right? It's going to be interesting how it's... Well, if you're going to be able to open by October 1st... If you have millions of people that go into a, a city who are allowed to go buy in all these dispensaries and they don't want them just smoking in their rooms, you have to have a place for them to go right. and fucking consume. And that's... Because be, like, realistic. That's, like, especially... That's every state in America. Right. It's moronic that they don't want to have that. Why? Right. Because the liquor industry doesn't want that to take over sales of alcohol. Right. It's just also, and well, I mean, I don't know. I think also like your, you know, physically your body, when it mixes both, it, you don't have a positive effect all the time. So. Well, cannabis is like a catalyst. So, you know, if you took an edible and then you took one beer, it's probably like taking three beers. You know what I mean? Right. It enhances stuff. Um, yeah. <clears throat> but it's, well, I think that this is huge. And we were even talking about cannatorism when we were all in Vegas. Like, it was such a huge topic because everybody knew, like, listen. What is cannatorism? What is like, cannatorism, like. Oh, cannabis tourism. Cannabis yeah. tourism. Oh, yeah, 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 for sure. Like, that's I the love thing. bed and breakfast. The yeah. ones, like, in Colorado oh, that's and stuff. So... You ever been in those? No, oh, really? I've those never are... been to Colorado. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Oh, no. Their bed and breakfasts are so dope. Oh, my God. I stayed I always with this one. It was so tight. And the, the place was really fucking cool. And they had this communal area with bongs and all this shit. And they had, like, samosas and normal, like, wow. breakfast thing. And they had, like, free coupons to go down the street to the dispensaries and shit. And it was, like, I was, like, meeting people from, like, all these different states. And we're, like, yeah, we'd never really smoked weed before but we wow. came here to do it or we came from here right. to this or that and you're like hanging out with all these like people that have been from all over the you know fucking world they're all like shacking up in this cool like cannabis friendly fucking place so it was it was it was cool i've done a few of them i've, I've been ha like i've never had a bad experience in any of them have you gone to amsterdam when i was younger mm, okay so yeah that's one place i mean that's like the 
It was, but yeah. not like what it is now. Like we're so far past yeah, 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 what yeah. they are. They just had their. It's, it's a different feel. Yeah. You're going there for the culture, right. the experience, the ambience. It's not going to change. It's like yeah, what it's yeah. known for. It's yeah. like, you know. Yes and no. It's similar. It doesn't have the allures it does because so many places and countries around the world have now adopted cannabis right. and buying cannabis and having cannabis, you know. Right. But it's crazy that there was a time where I remember Amsterdam was like the place. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, yeah, oh, whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah. But, well, it is still for Europe in a way. Yeah. But, yeah, no. Even the government cracked down on it for a while. Like, they weren't very forward about it. Like, there was recent, probably a good decade where they kind of just like, I don't know, like kind of changed how they were about things. Right. Well, I think... Hopefully, how come, you know, I, I gotta, I don't know. I just feel like we have, that cannatourism is going to be huge. Again, in every state, it's, oh, yeah. it's essential. People want to be, it's like a winery. It's, you can make it fun. You can make it exciting in so many different ways. And yeah. And there's so many strains. There's so, so many, many genetics. There's so many edibles. There's and so it, many. It doesn't like everyone can do it. Yeah. Like, you know, I mean, obviously, you know, within a reasonable age, <laughs> unless yeah. you for health reasons, medical reasons. Um, yeah, for sure. But. It's, yeah, it's a healer for sure. Do we have more time? We have time. Awesome. Um, and then the last thing we were going to talk about was the joint for jabs, <laughs> the vaccine. Very interesting. So I didn't really read that one because I didn't think that. I just thought it, I just have seen like, you know, beer companies and all these different companies offering goodies for t an incentive to do the vaccine. And now the cannabis industry. Has I've as even well. I've even heard of food places, right, or something. They'll give you like free Subway or like not Subway. I don't right. know. I don't, I don't want to claim anything that not, you know not true, but there are people offering incentives for showing that you're vaccinated, which is very interesting. It's kind of odd, and I think that that like, you know, these big companies and stuff. You're just like, what is your incentive? Like, why are you trying to? Like, oh, if, if you get the vaccine, we'll give you free donuts. If you, it's like, you should be encouraging them and to get their so health you, in check. So you heard free donuts? Was that one of I them? I think one I of them was. Because I fucking love that. Okay, free donuts. <laughs> there was like a free food. I get one for a free donut. That's for sure. So, but, so Washington State was the one who kicks yes. off the joint for jobs to promote COVID. So they're the first one. So it's basically uh, adults can claim a complimentary joint of marijuana in Washington State this week when they received a vaccine shot. So I believe this is at the, obviously the dispensaries. Um, yeah, state licensed cannabis retails are permitted to give one. So this is like instead so, of... So the state said, yo, yeah, what up, dispensaries? Washington State Liquor and Cannabis Board yeah, announced Monday. Cause that, yeah, because probably what happens is in Washington, all the recreational states, Oregon, Washington, a few of them are run by like Oregon's the OLCC, Oregon Liquor Control Board, because what happens is eventually the main thing that was always is that alcohol is run by a few a handful of distributors around the world so in the united states you have you know southern wine and spirits and abc or B, something like that and a couple other like companies that every single liquor in america has to go through their warehouse be stored there and their representatives go to every bar and supermarket that and place that serves alcohol in the world and controls all that 
So the same people that have controlled liquor for, you know, hundreds, a <laughs> hundred years mm-hmm. want to control distribution of cannabis. And eventually when it is national, that's probably what's going to happen. Why is it, say, the state <laughs> liquor and cannabis board? That's so interesting. I've never seen that. We're too... Um, because they've adopted to be controlling it because of controlled liquor, which is the most powerful thing to control in America. And now they'll control cannabis as well. And they'll just use the same way. That's how they can tax is this, make sure that everything is legit and going through. So if you put it through that process, then it's perfect. Right. You know? And then speaking of Washington, I mean, Amazon, which is based out of Seattle, it, um, they now say, oh, well, they're going to be just they, like, we they won't, Well, no, they won't tests for cannabis right that's what they're right that's cool but then what was this article are all these stuff going around online saying well now they're saying like once you go past that gauntlet and you look more into the future and cannabis is legalized like i told you when our kids will be like not even imagining it because like if they were 18 or older they could fucking order a fucking skunk number five ounce <laughs> delivered on prime to their fucking doorstep right. i love it i can't wait i can't wait for that day are you fucking kidding me that's crazy. people be like no no you corporate don't get it uh, come on stop everyone's used that for convenience if i get my fucking nugs Super animal, mm-hmm. fucking beautiful. This I don't know, whatever. No delivery, no this that. Boom, you know, brought in. Plus, future, kidding me? They're gonna have them on the, on the fucking. Uh, what are the things that fly in the air? The drones. Drones, yeah. Oh yeah, that's like and another. The, yeah, so they'll be like taking a picture. Boop, bleep, bleep. You know, hand to you the drone, like a hey, little arm come out. Beep. Here's your fucking outs. <laughs> You know what I mean? Because that doesn't even weigh a lot, you know? So we like, oh, Drony, bring me my quarter pound. <laughs> you wow. know what I'm saying? That is going to be how yeah. it's going to... And it'll be like, boop, and then drop your sack to you and fly off. How dope is that, you oh know? Oh, my God. It, it's going to happen, though. Like, in some shape or form, like, we're going to have to accelerate delivery. It's going to be like that, for sure. And th- But then they're going to have to regulate, like, air traffic control. Cause it's, oh, yeah. It's well, going to be a but whole... But they do, they, they control that now, too. Right. They don't fuck around. Like, Even with drones, they're very yeah, strict. Very strict. Very, very strict. Because those things can the, be dangerous. The strictest of the strict. And they can violate your oh, privacy. Oh, no, yeah, all kinds of wild yeah. shit. Drones you don't fuck around with. Yeah, there's a lot of things that um, are accelerating quite quickly. Because of technology. Mm-hmm. Technology is just taking off, and people are just getting more innovative and more creative. And it's great, but it's like, whoa, this is going, yeah. going really quick. But... It's yeah, exciting. It is. It's really exciting. Yeah. So, uh, any like wrapping up about the topics and, uh, you know, it's kind of, I feel like things have been moving very quickly in the last couple of weeks. The fact that we're even talking about the bill again, this only been the one episode in between. I mean, things are moving. And yeah, right. so, um, I think again, psychedelics are, decriminalization is going to be huge when it does happen. You yeah. Know, people are going to really, I think it's going to, again, I think right now, this is a ha- if it's going to happen, it'll happen the yeah. next year or so. That's for sure. But I think the viewpoint and the, even on my stories, I'm just constantly putting out articles about how it can help with psilocybin therapy and how it can help with yeah. depression and how, like if you educate yourself on the treatments of it, now studies show with migraines and the more health oh, benefits and then you, you have see. to, um, why, you know, can't uh, leave without you talking about the clinic that you were at. 
mm. and what that was all about. And yes. For. So why don't you break that down before um, we finish up? So um, Minorities for Medical Marijuana United, I think that's a, the name. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Huh? And they have put on. Um, Shout out to Roz. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. I met Roz. She's lovely. Um, nicest person. Yes. Very. And like just running around doing everything. Um, just love her energy. Um, do you know Do you know Jade? She's one of the, she's a prosecutor attorney from yeah, Maryland. Yeah, I, I don't know Jade, but I know Roz. Yeah. So, and she has them in 39 states or something like that. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They do different states, which is incredible. Yeah, she's yeah. Yeah, minorities for medical so, marijuana world, uh, nationwide. Yeah, so, so um, it was me and another private attorney and um, Brian, his name's Brian, um, and we just, you know, I mean, he did all the, he's been there, he's been a uh, private uh, defense attorney for a while. So, you know, I was pretty much learning from him a lot from, cause I do expungements online and I do, we do a lot of the process, but he knows things a lot ha more hands-on. So- And you had people that were lining up to get information or to sign up and literally just get it expunged well, right there. But a lot of people had not even cannabis related. So there was a lot of other things. So some things aren't even eligible for being expunged. So there's a whole, and then if you do so county they, jail- so, so he actually, it was worked out because you probably got a bunch of clients, right? Well, that didn't apply to what was the free expungement. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it was a good turnout, but um, it was in downtown LA. And I was also telling Roz and one of my friends from law school, she was there too. And she was saying like, an, a very underlooked area is actually like the Valley and like Glendale yeah, side. Sure. And there's a lot of social equity applicants sure. out there. And we don't talk like, you know, I know people, you know, people that know people and a lot of people that have been affected by this that are struggling. Yeah. You don't think that you think of Glendale as just like flashy place and people have money and it's like, no, it's not like that. Like these people have really struggled with their businesses yeah. well, and even yeah. in the a valley. A lot of people, yeah, yeah. Everybody is getting, has been crushed and getting yeah. crushed and still getting crushed. Right. I remember, I mean, even in the valley. To survive everywhere. Yeah. All these shops, you know, back in the day, yeah. they used to get raided. So it's, I th and I even was telling Roz, I'm like, we need to do one out in Glendale. That's what my friend was like, you know, yeah. that's an overlooked area. She's like, do it out in like this 818 side. So yeah. hopefully the next one we do gets to be on this side because that, sure. again, we always think about downtown and all those areas, yeah, but yeah. this area too has suffered as uh, well. Yeah, for San sure. Fernando Valley has definitely been, it's, and people don't realize that it's the really the heart of a lot of the cannabis movement. Yeah, You know, a lot of yeah. people came from a lot, not just, you know, Northern California yeah. or downtown LA, 818 definitely does. I have to rub my, my hair. Oh, no, you got <laughs> But it's true. Yeah, like yeah, growing up sure. in here, I you always you know oh, yeah. someone or you know a grower, or you know someone had a shop. Always and like the it was just and that's where the, the valley yeah. is, is been always been strong. Yeah. And with cannabis, it's been a huge, huge never you know, never changing. Yeah. We always have the, those the shops that you didn't really you knew it was a the shop, but you weren't sure. <laughs> yeah. So again, I think that the next one we do, hopefully we get to do one on this side, because I think there'll be a probably even a bigger turnout, you know? Yeah. Um, and a lot of people that were really affected by it. And there's a lot of social equity applicants on but this side too. But do explain just so everybody knows essentially what it is and, and what exactly went down. Um, so basically under Prop 64, you can resentence or um, like reduce your sentence or your, your um, what's the other one? Yeah, basically resentencing your your crime or your um, your conviction from, from a felony to a misdemeanor. But it has to be cannabis related. And there has to be other factors as well. So, and what are some of those factors? Um, violence, stuff like that, you know, depending on just different, you know, there's a lot of different things. So I don't know all of them, but, sure. uh, but I know that I can't just say that, you know, all some examples yeah. though. Um, probably like possession, sure, stuff like that. Um, you know, different things like that possession, you know, or 
people that have been transporting or selling weed or stuff like sure, that. Sure. So, you know, nonviolent crimes. Um, yeah. You can get expunged under Prop 64. You can get your cases expunged. So people need to realize that. They have actually done quite a few already. Like, I think about 60,000. Wow, so, that's a lot. Yeah, so they've done quite a few in the state of California. Um, so this was just another clinic to get out. But they... You know, I think if we advertise it more, people will have more. People will be more aware that they can get that under Prop sixty four. Sure, um, they're at least eligible. And so the public defender's office was actually also on site, and they were doing like background checks and just like going seeing your file to see if you're even eligible. Yeah, sure. So that's, that's cool. a whole other section before it even came to our table. That's tight. Um, so then we just kind of did the final thing, and then after oh, that, if they qualify and they do, we do the work there, then a private firm after I believe they follow up with the. Because oh, that's, that's uh, also important. I think the ones that I've done with the clinic um, online with um, Golden Gate University, I'm the community attorney mentor for them, which we do expungements online. And we don't really have much of a follow-up. It's kind of hard because we do it online. And it's sure. like, it's there needs to be more of a follow-up with um, these cases. So That's cool. Yeah, that's, that's a huge thing. So Hell yeah. So on that happy note, shall we go toke? Yes. Hell yeah. Thank you guys for joining me today on this wonderful sesh. You can follow me on Instagram at shallwetoke. That's S-H-A-L-W-E-T-O-K-E. And also shallwetoke.com. S-H-A-L-W-E-T-O-K-E.com. Thank you for joining us and I'll see you at our next sesh. You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio.